0: Shark, you ready to dive into this?
1: Dive in head first, baby.
0: Now that the uh, season has wrapped up, um, a big topic of discussion is the Indiana All Star team. Um, I just kind of want to go through, you know, the guys that have a chance to make in this team, and we'll kind of just decide if we want to put them on the team or not. How does that sound, Shark?
1: Yeah, let's, uh, let's get this process underway. I think we've come up with a list of 40 kids who we think have at least um an argument to be put on the team so this is all in alphabetical or not by preference or anything so if we don't get to you till later it's probably because your name's at the end of the alphabet all right shark um first one would be Desmond Bain Desmond Bain is Seton Catholic I think uh just based on the the numbers he put up his senior year I think you got to put him on this team just a huge year statistically for uh, the wing from out of Richmond. Yeah, I agree. I think
0: he's definitely sealed his spot on this team with his huge senior year. I mean, he put up stats th- throughout his career, but this year, seeing Catholic kind of increase their schedule a little bit. And, uh, he's definitely got the statewide attention to make this team. Um, second on my list would be Makai Biffle. What, what are your thoughts here, Shark?
1: Uh, obviously, I think a, a good senior year for them really stepped up and prevailed, uh, provided us a, a second score to compliment Kyle Guy on a, a really good Lawrence Central team that won the Mick. I think anytime, you know, you can win that conference, the best conference in the state, you're obviously going to make a name for yourself. I just don't know if the all around performance is there for Makai to make this team. I think he's. Got a chance, like I know we've talked about before, where there might be two or three spots at the end, um, spots like 12, 11 and 12, or 12 and 13 that, you know, are up for grabs. And he's definitely in that conversation. But as of right now, I don't think I'd put Makai on this team.
0: Yeah, I think Biffle's a kid that's had a good career. Um, no monster season where he's scoring 25 or 30 a game or something like that. Um, I think it's a case where if he would have made a run in the state tournament, if he would have had a big performance throughout the state tournament, led or helped lead Lawrence Central into the state title game or even win it, then I think he probably makes his team just from, you know, the big performances late. I think being in the state tournament, you know, fresh in the mind of a lot of voters, I think he makes it. But with the sexual loss, I think he doesn't make it. Yeah, let's
1: move on to somebody who did make it to state, V.J. Blackman out of Marion. Yeah, I think... Um, VJ had an up and down season. Um I believe he
0: ended up scoring about 16 a game, somewhere in that range. So nothing <laughs> mind-blowing with the stats. Did hit some big shots late in the game for Marion. Uh from my point of view, he's kind of on the fringe looking in on this uh team.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll even go a, a step further. I don't I don't think VJ's got Um, a very good chance of making this team. I just think there's a lot of really talented guards, not to say he isn't one of those, uh, but I think there's just guards above him on the pecking order. Uh, And and you saw kind of in the state title game who really made Marion go, and that was Reggie Jones. So uh, with that in mind, uh, I'll pass on B.J. Blackman. Okay, we're in agreement with passing on
0: Blackman. What about Tucker Blackwell? He had a huge game. In the regional loss to New Albany, very good overall senior year. Um, I definitely think Tucker is on that list that could make it, could not make it, kind of either way. I think he's definitely in one of those kind of last four in, last four out situations.
1: Yeah, to, to borrow a, a term from March Madness, he's definitely on the bubble right now. He's a kid that I've always liked watching him play. I think he's one of the best shooters in the state, especially in this class. Playing for a really good high school program in in Bloomington South. Like you said, it could go either way. He's one of those guys where you'd almost want to pick your first 10 or 11 and then just get a group of who else you had uh, to, to pick from. I think early in this list... I think he's, if I, if I had to choose, I think he would be off my all-star team, but it's not by very much. I think he's maybe the first or second cut on that list.
0: All right. I'm going to submit a uh, action to delay the final verdict on Tucker until we find out our other 10 guys.
1: Let's, uh, let's put a Z in front of the B in Blackwell so we can put him at the end of the, end of the alphabet here. And, uh, we'll come back to Tucker here in a little bit.
0: Okay, then the next guy I have is Evan Borgman, Jackson Dell, um, going to go to IUPUI. I just don't, especially with the sectional upset. I don't think he has a very good um, case to make this team.
1: Yeah, if you're a if you're a player at the one A level, you have to do something special like Desmond Bain to just have monster numbers. Um, so, in uh, that, I'm in agreement with you. Just not enough uh, from Boardman here to make this team. Then we move on to another big guy. I um, think this
0: one's a definite. Joey Brunk from Southport, the Butler signee. Very good down the stretch for Southport. How many games in a row did they win? 15, 14, 15 games in a row to end the season until well, yeah. their semi-state loss? I yeah, mean. I
1: think they had six regular season losses, and I think about four of those maybe came with him out because of an ankle injury he suffered in late December. Um so with Joey Brunk, Southport's obviously one of the best teams in the state. They make it all the way to to semi state before falling to eventual state champion New Albany. And he's really at the forefront of that commanding attention on the interior. Stepped out, hit four threes, uh, which is a part of a game he's really developed throughout his career, uh, in the semi state games, so I think this is obviously a no-brainer. He's a Mr. Basketball candidate for a reason. I think we got to put Joey Brunk on this team. Yep, definitely. And then I'm going to go to another guy I think is a for sure fire uh,
0: Indiana All-Star, which many other people might not even have him on the team, is Marcus Burke. I think he just had a huge um, senior year, good junior year as well, but I think he really stepped up his game as a senior, led Franklin Central to a really good record. When you look at their roster, you wouldn't expect it, and I think he's the main reason why.
1: Uh, Yeah, this is a kid that I loved watching play. I got to see him a couple times this year. I hadn't seen him uh, prior to this winter, but a kid who can just really shoot it really well. Um, I think he's in there. I might make a motion to put this on there. I think he and Tucker Blackwell might have a cage fight for a spot here as as the -the off-the-bench shooter here. So I don't know if I'd necessarily go and throw him on right now, but I think he could definitely be in the conversation for one of the last few spots here. He's also a guy, does he have enough
0: statewide recognition to make the team? I don't know how many people outside of Indianapolis know his name to vote him on.
1: Yeah, he's not a kid that you know you hear about lighting up the AAU circuit in the spring and summer where a lot of uh, notoriety comes from. Franklin Central really didn't have a ton of success. His junior year was a good team, but not uh, anywhere near the success they had in his senior year where they are, I think, got up to about number five in the state in 4A at one point uh, in the regular season. So he's obviously a kid that uh, really helped carry his team uh, to a very good season. I think he's got to be on the short list for consideration for one of those spots.
0: Next on the list, I'm going to go with Nye Carlisle out of West Lafayette, um, signed with San Jose State.
1: What are your thoughts on Nye Carlisle? You know, you didn't really hear a lot about him this year. I think that was because West Lafayette kind of had a disappointing season. I think they were just uh, maybe a couple games above 500. And if you're going to be on an Indiana All-Star and not playing at the 4A level, I think you have to lead your team uh, to a pretty good number of wins uh to be considered. So that for that for me, even though he's signed to go to S- San Jose State, I think I'm gonna keep Nike Carlisle off this team. Yeah,
0: a good but not great senior year. Like you said, not much statewide recognition for West Lafayette's season. Um so I think those two factors kind of put him on the outside looking in.
1: Let's move on uh down to Columbus with their guard in eastern Kentucky signee Parker Chitty.
0: Yeah, he was named to the Supreme 15 list for the Indiana Basketball Coaches Association. So, I mean, that obviously means a lot of people have at least seen his name on that list, might vote him on to the Indiana All-Star team. My first thought was that he would be on that, that line of Tucker Blackwell. Some other guys, Makai Biffle, VJ Blackman, kind of on the outside looking in. What are your thoughts here, Shark?
1: Yeah, I I tend to agree with you on that. I think he's just the type of kid who isn't quite there in terms of making this team. I think he's a kid who really just needed to do a little bit more his senior year. Had a good senior year, but not great. Um, You don't hear about him going for 40 or 45 a couple times or, you know, leading his team to some big upsets.
0: Yeah, Columbus East didn't have a great season. No. they were right around 500. As yeah, well. and
1: we saw him over the Christmas break at the Noblesville tournament. He was good, but not a spectacular performance. Not something you would expect from an Indiana All Star. Uh, so I'll I'll keep Tucker Ch- or Parker Chitty off this. T-
0: All right, and then next on my list I have Ryan Coble from Greencastle, um, a kid that put up some huge numbers. Ended up scoring 28 a game. Um but again his team was only ten and thirteen. Um I believe they're three A as well. Is that right,
1: Shark? I believe so. And if you go ten and thirteen, you know, you'd expect more with it, Indiana All-Star on your roster, so I think Cobalt will be off this team for me.
0: Yeah, just like you were saying, if his team would have been a little bit better, made a little bit of run in the state tournament, then I think he maybe has a chance scoring twenty eight a game. But with the team success or lack thereof, I don't think he has a great case to be on the team. Um, how about Hunter Chris out of Hamilton Heights? Um, this could be a case where his injury definitely hurt him because he, he came back and played at a all star level, but that was only what five or six games down the stretch for Hamilton Heights. And again, his team, what was it? Their first game, second round of uh, sectionals got bounced by the eventual state champs Marion.
1: Yeah and he wasn't wasn't shooting that well before his injury i know he really struggled uh, shooting from 3 which is you know a, a supposed strength of his i know he was getting to the to the line a lot more than he had in previous years but i just don't think he's he's on the level of some of the other guards probably just a half step below them so i must say no on hunter christ as well
0: yeah we're going to have to uh, leave him off the team for now um Let's go to Homestead. I like Taj Curry a lot. I think he has a pretty good case to be on this team. Helped win the state title in 2015 for Homestead. Had a really good individual year. Even led him to a regional um, appearance this year at Homestead. Um, I really like Curry. What are your thoughts here?
1: Yeah, I think people kind of wrote Homestead off after last year thinking, well, they lose uh, Jordan Geist, Caleb Swanigan, Dana Bat. You know, you see Taj Curry, who is just a role player on that team, a good player, um, uh, but really just did a couple things well, scored his eight to ten points a game, and uh and that was it last year. So a lot of people weren't expecting much, and he really made a leap his senior year, he shot it. Um not great, but better than he had in the past, um uh, really became a force offensively, whereas before he was just known as a defensive stopper. Um, an energy guy so i think for that case um i don't know if necessarily he's better than some of these other guards uh we're debating on but i think i definitely want to keep his name for at the end where we kind of do our look back at and pick you know a couple spots we still have left yeah i'm gonna put
0: him on that same line as tucker blackwell let's see where we're at after we get to about nine or ten names and
1: check back okay let's go down uh Back again to Southern Indiana and Braxton Day from Bedford North Lawrence, a 6'2 senior guard. Yeah,
0: great scorer. Um, definitely in a situation where uh, very few know his name statewide. Again, if his team would have made a, a run in a state tournament in the last couple of years, maybe he has a, a better chance of making it. But I think he's just a couple of steps below making this team. Yeah,
1: he's on the outside looking in for me. Uh, again, not necessarily the notoriety and just didn't. Um, have the big newsworthy events that you'd expect from an Indiana All-Star. What about Mason
0: Colt from Tipton?
1: Obviously a kid that's a big-time scorer for Tipton at uh, a little diminutive, just five five 5'11", uh Future uh, Taylor University guard is somebody who I think put up a lot of points. Um, but again, I just don't see him beating out some of these other guards to make this All-Star team. Yeah, especially point guard
0: such a tough position to make even any year, but especially this year. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to say that Mason is uh going to be left off this team.
1: All right. Let's uh come back here to Indianapolis and Antoine Divine.
0: Yeah, Divine had a good um but not great season like a lot of these guys. Um his his team I believe is around 500 as well. Just an okay case to be on the team. And then I think the deciding factor is definitely that he's not really known statewide either. So I don't think he has much of a chance to make the team.
1: Yeah, I I think so as well. You didn't see the jump that you maybe wanted to to make his case for the All-Star team. So I think Antoine's going to be off here. Let's move over to Newcastle. uh, One of of my favorite kids that I've seen this year, Andrew Garrett, uh, the point guard for the Trojans. This is kind of a point of, is it a career reward or a senior year
0: um, kind of distinction? Because his senior year was as good as anyone's, really.
1: Yeah, and and you look at him, and if you saw him walking down the halls of your high school, you never guess that this kid is a big-time basketball player. But the couple times I got a chance to see Newcastle this year, uh, he just completely dominated every single aspect of the game, particularly... Uh, their sectional semifinal win that I saw against against Mount Vernon uh, had 29 points, I believe. Um, hit shots, got to the basket. He's uh, only about 5'9", but some small college is going to get an absolute steal of a guard with him.
0: What's your uh, bottom line decision on Andrew Garrett? Sure?
1: I just don't think he's quite there. Um, you look at the size, you look at maybe some of the... Some of the things that physically he's not going to be able to do that some of these other guards are. Uh So I'll keep him off, but definitely had a great senior year for Garrett. And then we'll
0: move on to Grant Galen from Crown Point. Now this is a guy that's known statewide because he's going to Indiana on a scholarship. A good season. I think it also helps that he led Crown Point to the regional championship game again this year. Um I think because of those main factors... Um, I think he's going to get onto this team.
1: Yeah, I think he'll be on the team. I I don't know necessarily that he's uh, a surefire bet, despite the fact that he is going to Indiana. I think that fact definitely helps him, um, but at the same time, um, I don't even know if he was Crown Point's best player. They have a fantastic junior and Sasha Stefanovic, uh, who really did. Those two are kind of a one-two punch. And when those two are on together, Crown Point's really a, a treat to watch. Um, I do think he's going to make the team. Um, obviously one of the best shooters, if not the best shooter in the state. A uh, guy you have to guard out to about 26, 27 feet. Um, and and the size at 6'6", six, six just shoot it over a lot of people who defend him.
0: Um, let's move on to a big-time scorer, Eugene German from Gary, 21st Century.
1: Yeah, one of the, the state leaders in points per game, future Northern Illinois Husky. Um But I just don't, again, I believe they made it to the semi-state round where they lost to Liberty Christian. But at the 1A level, uh I think you just have to do a bit more to make the all-star team. So uh for me, that means Eugene German's on the outside looking in.
0: Yeah, definitely a
1: big-time scorer, a good overall
0: career. I think he might have either been just shy of 2,000 points for his career. Definitely a big-time career. Um, for right now, I think I had to leave him off the list. So um, Let's move to Aaron Gordon at Indianapolis Cathedral. Obviously a very well-known name throughout his career. Do you think he's done enough to make the team?
1: Yeah, I think he's on the team. For me, the thing that impressed uh me most about Gordon this year is he kind of had the reputation uh as a gunner in the past. I think he really picked up his efficiency, picked up his defensive ability for for Cathedral this year. And really I think just tightened a lot of loose loose ends on his game and he was really impressive the couple times I've I saw him this year didn't um settle for jump shots was willing to embrace contact and get to the rim so That, for me, uh, I have Aaron Gordon on this team.
0: Uh, Yeah, I'll echo your thoughts there. Um, Like you were saying, not a huge senior year. Obviously, Cathedral didn't get out of sectional. He didn't score 30 points a game. But I thought he played well enough to make this team for sure. Um, Then let's go to the leading candidate for Mr. Basketball, Kyle Guy of Lawrence
1: Central. I think it's pretty safe to say Kyle Guy is going to make this Indiana All-Star team. Um, Obviously one of the front runners for Mr. Basketball. Um, I think he's pretty easy, about as much of a lock as you can get for this team.
0: Yeah, McDonald's All-American, basically 100% lock for this team. Um, Let's go over. Let's go to uh, Tate Hall at Greenfield Central. What are your thoughts on Tate Hall?
1: Greenfield really had a a good year this year under uh, Coach Mike Lewis. They won 20 games. Um, lost to Connorsville, the eventual sectional champion, in a really tough uh, sectional nine at Newcastle. Uh, the future Indy Greyhound uh, really had a great year, shot it well. Um, I just don't think he had the consistency necessary uh, to really make a run at this team. I think he's on the outside looking in here.
0: Yeah, I think this is a, a player you have to look at his whole career as well. Because he didn't have a monster senior year. Very good, but not great senior year. Um, and then overall, just an okay uh, career compared to the other Indiana All-Star candidates. Obviously, very good career for the average player, but uh, average for a, a resume to make this team. So I think he's um,
1: a little bit shy of making this team. All right, we've talked about a lot of guards lately. Let's move to the front court in Brock and Hazen out of Columbia City. Yeah, not, definitely
0: not in monster numbers. Part of that's because of the low possession game that Columbia City plays. Um, when you're looking for a little bit more size as well, I think he's an automatic guy, very athletic at six, seven. Um, he signed with Central Florida. It'll be interesting to see if he stays with Central Florida since the coaching change. But in my eyes, uh, Hazen's a, a lock.
1: Yeah, I think he's definitely a lock, particularly when, I think you don't have the necessary depth of, of big men this year, like you maybe have had in the past with a couple of post players. But even in other years, I think he'd be a lock to make the All Star team. He's one of the more talented kids in the state. Doesn't get a lot of press coming out of Columbia City, but I think he's definitely a lock uh, for this All Star team. All right. Let's, uh, how about another point guard for you, Shark? Let's talk about CJ
0: Hedgepeth out of uh, Evansville, Harrison. He had a monster game when I saw him in the sectional. It was a losing effort, but I believe he finished with um, 35, 37 points, somewhere in that range. It's a great performance against, who did they play? I believe uh, Evansville Wrights they played.
1: Yeah, a kid that missed his entire junior season um, because of a transfer from Evansville North High School. Kind of hurts him in that case to where he doesn't have as much juice going into his senior year Uh, a big time scorer, obviously like you mentioned Uh, but I just don't think that the the overall numbers are there uh, for CJ so I think he's on the outside looking in again on this one
0: yeah and then he actually missed a handful of games this year with uh, I forget the injury it was some type of injury and he sat out it looks like four games for that so yeah I think he he's just off the list as well (sighs) Um, With the other guys he's going up against, I don't think he has a very good chance of making it.
1: Let's go to the uh, northern end of the state, Shaquan Hemphill.
0: Yeah, a very athletic player. Again, if we're talking about Indiana All-Star resumes, I don't think he quite has it. Team wasn't great uh, throughout his career, um, never winning a sectional. Michigan City's actually never won a sectional after they consolidated, and then he just didn't put up big enough numbers to make this team, I don't think.
1: Yeah, the, to me, the numbers just aren't there for Helmphill. Um Just not not enough to merit selection for this team. Uh, Jimon Henson, a transfer for Lawrence North, uh, coming over from Warren Central prior, prior to the start of his senior year. Talk about your thoughts on Henson and his chance for making this team.
0: Yeah, it's kind of interesting because if he would have stayed at, at Warren Central, I think his numbers would have been bigger. Um, it would have been interesting to see what would have happened with him and Bishop Smith leading the way, especially with how well Warren Central played this year without the talent as as many teams in Indianapolis. Overall career, I don't think Jimen has it, and then I don't think he had a big enough senior year to overcome his freshman through junior years. So I'm going to have to cut Henson from this list.
1: Yeah, you know, he was a kid who I debated going back and forth with for you know a spot on this team. I thought his talent was definitely there, but like you said, he goes to an ultra-talented Lawrence North team that uh, it's going to be hard for anybody to put up big-time numbers with all the talent they have there. So uh, Henson maybe just falls short here for me a little bit. All right, I have a lock for you, uh, Damian
0: Jefferson, East Chicago Central, um, dominant player for four years, basically. Mr. Basketball candidate signed it for New Mexico. Very good senior year. Uh, I think he's automatic.
1: Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna get more automatic. I think than Damian Jefferson on this list. One of my favorite players in the state. Um, six four wing can shoot it, play above the rim, get to the basket, rebounds extremely well, um, and and finally broke through and led them to a sectional title, which I know was kind of the missing piece on his resume. Uh, they fall to crown point in the regional semis, so it doesn't get far past that sectional title. But I think delivering that was kind of the icing on the cake for a fantastic career for Jefferson.
0: Yeah, and then let's go to an interesting case here. <clears throat> Reggie Jones, obviously a huge second half in a state title performance at the 3A level. But yet he was only the uh, third leading scorer on his team. Very inconsistent throughout the year, um, up and down. With uh, Tim Lovell and BJ Blackman kind of taking turns, leading them in scoring. Um, overall career, probably average or below average to make an Indiana All Star team. What are your thoughts here, Shark?
1: You know, if you would have asked me a week ago, hey, Reggie Jones, Indiana All Star, I would have just kind of, you know, laughed it off, said, no, I don't think he's got a, a shot at it. But if there is anybody who, you know, would make it off of one game, If you have a big-time performance in a victory at the state finals, that can propel you into one of these spots. So I think Reggie definitely did that in the second half, kind of putting Marion on his back, leading him to a state title. Um, Those are the type of performances that do get you on the team, particularly when maybe you didn't have a whole lot of fanfare coming in. People have maybe heard the name but didn't know what your game was all about. Um, That performance could put you... Uh, on the list to to make the All-Star team. Uh, but for me, I don't think he's on there for me. Not yet. Not yet. All right, we'll save him for a final <laughs> vote
0: at the very end, Shark. Um, another interesting case is John Kaiser at Noblesville. 40-point um, <clears throat> performance against Fort Wayne Southside. Very good senior year. Team didn't have great success, but obviously... All the success they did have was contributed to his play, basically.
1: If you take Kaiser off of Noblesville, I mean, you're looking at probably a, uh, maybe a five-win, a six-win team, just really did it all for them, and under a lot of pressure to do so, too, because other teams understand that, hey, if you take John Kaiser out, you know, not sure what you really have with Noblesville, they had a... A lot of junior guards there that uh, were kind of getting their first big taste of, of varsity basketball. Kaiser had obviously been there uh, before, but really took a step forward this year, uh, leading them to a fantastic season, 14 and 9, which I think you're looking at maybe a, a 5 and 16 record if you take John Kaiser off that team. Yeah, definitely. But in terms of an Indiana All Star. He's a guy I would like to see us, us leave toward the end for a final vote. Cause I think maybe his whole career maybe falls short. But if you look at just his senior year and what he was able to accomplish, I think we gotta at least talk about him. All right. We'll leave it to the final vote, Shark.
0: Um, next up, Riantre Lawrence, South Bend Riley. Um, Riley gets back to the regional again this year, but falls short against uh, Warsaw in overtime. Riantre Lawrence, um, second leading scorer this year to Demise Anderson. Very good overall career, though.
1: Yeah, definitely. And leading them to the semi-state last year as a junior obviously helps. Um, puts up big-time numbers. Just an attack-minded guard that can score in a lot of different ways. I just don't know if necessarily his statewide cachet is there. Um, you ask people around the state, particularly if they're not from northern Indiana, about Riantre Lawrence and maybe that name recognition isn't there. So for that reason, I think he's going to be off this team. Definitely going to have to leave him off here. Let's let's roll up to, to Cheesetown here. And Reese Lewis, a junior all-star last year. Interesting case for a can to see this year.
0: He had a good senior year. Um, probably not quite good enough to be an Indiana all-star, though. Chesterman relied on him to do a lot. Scored a lot of points this year but just didn't quite raise his game to a high enough level to make an Indiana all
1: start to in my, my eyes. Yeah, I agree with you there. Just just something missing from his resume. I think the dominance is probably the main part for me. You don't really see him uh, completely taking over games. Um, they weren't a, a front-runner for a Duneland Conference title, uh, so for me, he's off. Yeah. Um, let's go to Kyle
0: Mallard, it's Ball State signee out of Carroll and Fort Wayne. Uh, I believe he only averaged about 15 points a game this year. Him and Jacob Brennan kind of had a nice one-two punch for uh, Carroll this season. Not an outstanding resume, but I think it's good enough from his career to make this team.
1: Yeah, I think him playing on really successful teams at Carroll helps, they've been really good the last few years. His shooting, which is kind of what he's known for as a kid who can really knock down shots from deep, Really struggled from behind the arc, but I think something telling about his game was he was able to figure out other ways to help his team win, whether it was scoring on the blocks, rebounding, putbacks, mid-range jumpers. Not their leading scorer this year. I think he was just a, maybe a couple tenths of a point behind Redding, but I think entirety uh, when you look at it, I think Kyle Mallers makes this team. All right, let's go to Griffith,
0: and you actually you have two candidates here. Anthony and Trammell. Um, I think Trammell has the better case. He led them in scoring this year. I think he was kind of the backbone of Griffith, bringing the toughness and um, just more consistent score. So I'm actually going to vote in Trammell and then leave Anthony off.
1: I had a chance to watch Griffith last year at the semi-state, and they were kind of in a back-and-forth game with Bishop Dwanger. And Trammell was the one who really pulled out the victory for him, just by relentlessly attacking the glass, getting putbacks, getting second-chance points for them uh, at the end of the game on their way to a state runner-up last year in three. And then again, they make it to semi-state this year. Um, obviously, a lot of questions surrounding that. Would they have been able to win if not for uh, their bus accident that they had, unfortunately? But uh, he's a kid maybe that doesn't have the statewide uh, name that you need but i think for people who know high school basketball and have, have seen him play i think he's definitely worthy so i'm going to join you in saying tramell murphy's going to be an indiana all-star all right um let's go to another guy
0: i think it's a lock he might not be a statewide lock drew smith out of evansville rights. um signed with the university of evansville big uh key performer in that state runner-up as a junior Very good senior year. I believe he's around 20 points a game to lead Wrights. Um, I think he's an automatic guy.
1: Yeah, Drew Smith, definitely an automatic for me. Just a kid who's really fun to watch. I think he plays the point guard position a little bit differently from a lot of other kids in high school these days. And, you know, obviously Wrights making it to state last year. A lot of fanfare around them and their, you know, record-breaking offenses. And they lost a lot. I mean, it's basically him and Blake Ruckman were the only two people who played for them last year at the varsity level that came back, and they still had a great deal of success. So, Drew Smith definitely a lock for me. All right, let's put the check
0: mark next to his name. Let's move to uh, Justin Thomas of Pike. Another lead guard who didn't put up huge scoring numbers, but was on a lot of successful teams at Pike over his career.
1: Yeah. Marion County champs, uh, had their streak of five straight sectional snap this year by Southport. Um, a kid that I think uh, just kind of lacking the numbers to be on this team. You know, you look at at Pike sharing the backcourt with Justin Roberts, um, who had slightly, not, gr- not ve- by very much, but slightly better numbers than Thomas. Um, he's a kid, though. I'd like to put on the list for consideration at the end just to see what we need positionally. We've got a lot of two guards and wings I think on this list. We may be lacking just slightly in point guard play. Uh so let's keep Justin Thomas on there till the end and see what we have.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely between definitely putting him on and keeping him on the the secondary list, but for now I think we'll be okay by just putting him on the the secondary list. Um, let's go to Brandon Van Zant of Bloomfield. Fresh off a very good performance in the state title game at the 1A level. Um, signed to D2 Illinois Springfield. Does he have enough, uh, momentum off of that state finals performance to make the Indiana All-Star team?
1: You know, he was very impressive in the, in the state finals. I don't know if necessarily the name is there. Obviously, Bloomfield, is kind of a slowdown brand of basketball that maybe you just, especially at the 1A level, you look at kid that has the stats that he has, you know, about 17 or 18 points, eight rebounds a game. You know, not eye-popping numbers, but when you watch him play, you obviously understand he's really skilled. Uh, but at the same time, I just don't think, especially at the 1A level, um, it's just not there for me. So uh, we'll uh, we'll keep Brandon Van Zant. at least on my team, uh, we're going to have to keep him off.
0: Yeah, um, looking at the other guys we have on the team and who we're thinking about keeping for one of the last spots, I don't think Van Zant has the overall body of work to warrant that, so I'm going to have to uh, cut him from the list here. Let's go to a lock in Indianapolis Tech Point guard, C.J. Walker, signed with Florida State, one of the Mr. Basketball Candidates. Uh, absolute no-brainer here, Shark.
1: Yeah, C.J. Walker is definitely on my list, on my short list for Mr. Basketball Candid as well, uh, leading them to a state title as a sophomore when they had Trey Lyles and a senior-dominated group. Uh, obviously just a sophomore on that team. Lost everybody, came back, had a great junior year, lost a couple key pieces off that team, still keeps tech ticking uh, with an outstanding senior year. So, yeah cj walker definitely going to be on the indiana all-star team this all
0: right now we have a a few more people left here shark one interesting one is jordan walker at cathedral i think he had a very good season uh stats weren't eye-popping though the team didn't
1: get out of sectional Um, does he have enough to get on this team he's a kid that in a lot of other years you maybe would say definitely is going to be on the team but i think with the dearth of guards we have um it's gonna be tough i think he's definitely a kid that um if he made this team it'd be hard to to figure out uh reasons uh why he shouldn't you know i think he's a very deserving candidate i just don't know if he's necessarily better than a lot of the other people here let's throw him on the list of names to consider uh as we go along all right we're getting a pretty
0: loaded list over here on the uh names to consider at the end shark one more name um kip warren indianapolis how didn't have a great state title game but very good overall senior year scoring 23 points a game for how leading them to the championship game in 2a
1: do you think he has enough to make this team uh i don't i think you know not to take anything away from kip because obviously had a great senior year but he was just kind of a secondary piece as a junior behind Harris Brown. I don't know that necessarily the consistency was there. Howe was kind of up and down this year. They had some really big wins and also a couple of surprising losses. So uh, I, I don't think he's going to be an Indiana All-Star this year. Um, I don't think I would have him on my team. That's not to say he didn't have a great senior year, though. Yeah, I would keep him around for that secondary list for the end.
0: Um, but definitely not a first-round guy to put him on the the roster. The final guy I have to look at is DJ Wilkins out of Maryville. Solid overall career, uh, very good dual sport athlete. Was football as well. Again, not eye-popping numbers from stats-wise. Then this season, Maryville was really good, but didn't make it out of sectional.
1: I just don't think he has quite enough to make the team. No, I don't think he's got enough. Um, I think uh, kind of an inconsistent career for me. You have uh, a couple of eye-popping games and a couple of games where he's just kind of out there. I think part of that comes from, you know, he was injured a lot earlier in his career. Part of that comes from playing football. A kid who started as a quarterback on varsity for uh, a tradition-rich football program in Maryville uh, at the end of his freshman year. So you're looking at a three-and-a-half-year varsity starter quarterback um obviously a, a very talented athlete both on the on the grid all right and sharp on the we got five wood, names now for basketball it's for just not here for me i to keep all deserving uh, DG candidates DG here let's run list. let's first go through the 10 people we definitely have on our team this year and i'll list them off again in alphabetical order desmond bain out of seaton catholic joey brunk from southport aaron gordon from Cathedral. Kyle Guy from Lawrence Central. Bracken Hazen out of Columbia City. Damian Jefferson, East Chicago Central. Kyle Mallers, Fort Wayne Carroll. Tremel Murphy, Griffith. Drew Smith, Evansville Wrights. And CJ Walker from Arsenal Tech. We've got two spots left on this team and we got a group of five names. We got to pair that down to two. Well,
0: actually, Shark, let's back that up a little bit and say that we had our eight names from before. Um, let's just name them off real quick. Marcus Burke, Justin Thomas, Jordan Walker, John Kaiser, Tucker Blackwell, Taj Curry, Grant Galen, and Reggie Jones. I think, um, I think Taj Curry would probably be the first cut here. Um, Reggie Jones, second. And Tucker Blackwell, the third cut out of this list.
1: Yeah, that gets us down to, uh, these final five names of Justin Thomas, Marcus Burke, Jordan Walker, John Kaiser and Grant Gelon, Um obviously just two spots here. All of them uh we got a, a couple point guards here in Justin Thomas and Jordan Walker, uh, a couple wings in Grant Gelon and Marcus Burke and then a forward in John Kaiser.
0: Yeah, nobody over 6-4 though. Well, I guess Grant's about 6-5 and Kaiser's about 6-4. So no great size left here. Um, this is going to be pretty tough. Uh, let's go with our next cut, basically. What's your your uh, choice to cut next year, Shark?
1: I think as much as I've, I've said throughout the year that I love watching this kid play, I think my next cut's going to be Justin Thomas. I just don't think he has the numbers uh, per se. And then not getting out of sectional his senior year hurts him as well. So I think Justin Thomas is going to be my next cut.
0: Um, and you would have um, C.J. Walker, Drew Smith running point. Kyle Guy can run it. So, yeah, I think I agree with that cut. I think I'll have to cut Justin Thomas as well. Personally, I think my next cut would be John Kaiser. Um, good overall career. Not incredible. <clears throat> never won a sectional. Um, Did play in one of the toughest sectionals in the state, though. Yeah, he was playing against great competition um, throughout his career. I just don't think he quite has enough to make this team. What are your thoughts, Shark? Do you keep him on?
1: Uh, I think my next cut actually uh, would have been Grant um, just Just for the fact, I don't think he had a spectacular senior year. I think he only averaged around maybe 15 or 16 a game. A good Crown Point team, but I don't know if he's necessarily the best player on that team. I think uh, Junior Sash Stefanovic would have that that rank, uh, so he would actually be my next cut on the list. But I could definitely see where you're coming from with Kaiser. Maybe not the overall career, just maybe the senior year for him.
0: All right, I could definitely I could get around your vote to get cut, Grant. Here, um, like you said, I mean. <clears throat> numbers don't pop out at you.
1: Crown Point did win
0: two sectionals in a
1: row. Yeah, but not necessarily a dominant team, a team that you thought they kind of won those in, uh, I don't want to say upset fashion, but they were never the favorite for, I think, uh, either one of those sectionals, particularly not this year. Maryville was the favorite, uh, got knocked off by Valpo, and then the sectional title game, Um, Crown Point had to get a three from Sasha Stefanovich to send that game against Valpo in the sectional title uh, to overtime where they were able to prevail. Um, It's tough. These kids are obviously all deserving. That's what makes these cuts so hard at the end.
0: All right. I think I'm going to get behind your decision and cut Grant here. Um, It should be pointed out... We only get twelve spots. Um the actual team will have probably thirteen, although I think they do kinda go back and forth between twelve and thirteen.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely a fluid number. We actually uh we're blessed to be granted a ballot this year, so uh we're hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much to the powers that be. Uh so we're actually gonna be using this to pick our all-star team. Like I said, we only get, or like Trevor said, I should say, we only get 12 spots to pick here. Uh, the team is a little bit more fluid. I think they've had 14 a couple times in the past. So um, now we're left with three spots, or and three guys for two spots, Marcus Burke, Jordan Walker, and John Kaiser. And you know that I was going to cut Kaiser last time, so do you have a better argument to cut Burke or Jordan Walker ahead of Kaiser? I think, I think maybe we should, uh, Take one of the spots, one of our two spots available and put somebody in and make this just a, uh, just a comparison here. Are you on the, uh, train that Marcus Burke has the most justification for being selected out of these three? Um,
0: I would say he had the best senior year from a standpoint, I believe over 25 points a game and Franklin Central won their sectional, had a good overall year. Um, so I think Marcus Burke, <laughs> has yeah, the best case out of that group.
1: I'll go ahead and uh, support you on that note. I think Marcus Burke uh, just got his, his vote from Indiana Basketball Source here. So now we're down to two guys here, John Kaiser and Jordan Walker. Um, very inter- interesting choice here. You have maybe not necessarily the best player from a really talented team, and then far and away the best player from a good but not great team
0: yeah um i just i really like jordan walker what he did this year for cathedral again cathedral didn't have their best season ever but they were a good team at 4a level um i i'm voting for jordan walker here shark
1: i'll go ahead and uh agree with you there he's you know there were times when he was the best player for cathedral even over aaron gordon Um, It's going to be kind of interesting to me. You put two teammates on the Indiana All-Star team from a team that didn't even win their sectional, didn't even win a sectional game this year. You don't really see that very often, uh, but I think those two are definitely deserving. So uh, we'll go with Jordan Walker here for our final selection on the Indiana All-Star team.
0: Yeah, I think your point would be um, more deserving of them not winning a sectional game if it wasn't sectional 10.
1: Yeah, that's not a uh, – a lot of teams wouldn't win a game in sectional 10.
0: Yeah, I think – how many teams they have at six? I think all six could win sectionals if they were in different four-inch sectionals.
1: But. Definitely. When Warren Central is the lowest-rated team in your sectional, you know you've got a pretty tough field to contend with. All right, let me just run
0: down Indiana basketball sources, Indiana all-star team here. Desmond Bain, Joey Brunk, Marcus Burke, Aaron Gordon, Kyle Guy, Damian Jefferson, Tremel Murphy, Drew Smith, C.J. Walker, Bracken Hazen, Kyle Mallers, and Jordan Walker.
1: I think that's a team that's going to have Kentucky shaking in their shoes. That's a lot of firepower, um, a smaller team than what they've seen in the past, really only three definite front court players in Kyle Maller's Bracken Hazen and Joey Brunk, Tramel Murphy, kind of like a small forward power forward, Uh, but definitely a lot of firepower, especially at the guard spots. So look for plenty of points coming from this group.
0: Yeah, I think this team would definitely be a well-represented team to beat um, Kentucky and to give, I think the junior all-stars might be the bigger challenge this year.
1: Yeah, definitely. You look at, Uh, the Indy Star Junior All-Stars that came out last week, the Core 6, spectacular, Uh, the North and South 6, very, very solid, so... Uh, those two games against the juniors should be really, really fun here in June.
0: All right, Shark, uh, that will wrap it up for this episode of the Indiana Basketball Source Podcast. Um, I want to thank you again for doing this with us.
1: As always, make sure you look us up on iTunes as well.
0: Yeah, make sure you subscribe to our iTunes channel and um, rate it as well to make sure we get up the list. But um, thank you for listening again. and This has been the Indiana Basketball Source Podcast.